Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Hey, listeners. Welcome back to Two Broke Gays. Uh, it's the podcast where Jenna and Kevin hang out in their bed holes. <laughs> Woo! Bed holes for the win. So it's been a couple weeks, listeners. We've been on a mini hiatus that no one intended or planned for. And you're, if you're an advertiser, just kidding. We do this every week like clockwork. On, I don't think people are paying attention to what weeks we record, to be honest. They just show up on the things and they listen if they want to. They listen if they want to. What was going yeah, on there? The victory. It was like kind of like a Simone from RuPaul's Drag Race, like when she plays that character. She goes, this is my victory. I don't know. Staccato. Um, So what you been up to? Should I start with my uh, surgery? Yes. Everybody likes when you talk about medical conditions on end and end. Um, I survived, as you all can hear. I was going to say see, but you can't see us much. Yeah, none of our spells worked, everybody. But anyway. (laughs) I've survived. Um, I had a great experience at UCLA. it was awesome. I mean, it wasn't awesome. They, I have endometriosis. I have stage four endometriosis, which means that the shit is really growing. Um, and so they took it all out. They took out this like big purple bulbous thing. Lost it looked a fall- like a ball sack. It did look like a ball sack. Oh. I lost the fallopian tube. Found out I've been walking around with my rectum fused to my uterus. So that was that was like a whole lost and found moment. It was a lost and found lost moment. Lost my fallopian tube and found my rectum. And they were like, like came in after and they were like, we want to talk to you about this. Like, can't imagine what that must have felt like. And I was like, honestly, I don't know. But what I will say is pooping is really weird now. Like it takes like almost no effort at all. I was like, is this Wasn't how that ever- kind of like before? But it's not diarrhea. That's the thing I'm trying to explain to people. It's like healthy, normal, full-size poops. But like, I just can't tell when they're coming. Um, he said it'll get better. You can't see my face, but I'm sure if you look in the mirror, it's the same. <laughs> what? He said it'll get better. He said it's probably just. Like you're just fucking trailing logs out your fucking no, like, pants. I, like all of a sudden when I feel like I have to go, I have like two to three minutes to get there, which is a familiar feeling to me. But what I'm not used to is it being a normal, totally healthy, fine poop. Welcome to. I'm like, is, is this what everybody else has just been doing this whole time? Because this, no. this is a lot easier, I will say. No, I think people are way more inconsistent, especially with our food being like poison and stuff. And healthy people don't have the same poops as like people that eat fast food. Like, I think everyone has their own their own poop journey journey. well Mm -hmm. i'm on something i'm calling like phase three of the poop journey because but you like it yeah and um five out of five stars five out of five stars i just am it was a really good very validating experience for me to know that like not only was my pain real in some instances it was very real pain and i think i just kind of trained myself to ignore it and so this was very validating eye-opening and I guess we'll see what happens from now. Do you think you could grow another ball sack? Yes. That is the problem with stage four. Can you go down to stage three? No, because. 
Is it's, it possible that a stage four doesn't come back? Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying a medication network plan and we're going to see what happens. Well, we'll be here for you. Thank you. So yeah, endometriosis sucks. Always happy to speak with anybody who wants to about my own treatment plan, how I got to where I got to, et cetera, because it was a long road. Oh, um, how did I not know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did know everybody. I was quoting somebody else that was, anyway. Um, (laughs) Well, glad to have you back in action. So anyway, that's my thing. Um, I don't feel like I summarized it well, but here we are. How was Palm Springs? Um, good. Next. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it was fine. It was fine. Oh, yeah. We're both fully vaxxed now. Yeah, we are both fully vaccinated. Uh, my second shot was April 7th. So they say within 20 days, you're pretty much great and wearing a mask for vax people is just more like the culture of it and perpetuating like that healthy let's stay away from each other still a little bit and like not breathe all over people yeah until this is really curbed um i highly recommend it she's pfizer and moderna i know you guys were wondering because moderna is the fun one and pfizer is like the more like oh, yeah, type a one um i don't know Oh my God, how fitting that one of my friends who's a mascot, Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to Palm Springs for a bachelorette party. <sighs> bachelorette parties are so expensive. Like they that were, is my number one complaint about it because it was fun. It was short. We're like in and out. So the fact that this, the bills racked so hard and I'm like, and I have to spend money on this wedding. Just the amount of weddings and bachelorettes and bachelor parties I've spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on. Not hundreds of of thousands, but like... Hundreds of thousands. (laughs) Yeah, like I've probably spent like $1,000 on each one Mm -hmm. in total with like hotels, travel, bullshit, taking time off. And then especially traveling for a bachelor or bachelorette party, those are expensive. What was that but, time off from that you were taking? Um, I've canceled jobs for wedding. Oh, bitch, you, you haven't known me that long. <laughs> With my ex, we went to so many fucking weddings and I would have to take like weekends is when I used to work when I, we were together. So I just wanted a little bit of clarity for the audience. Nothing. It wasn't. A yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I used to work Monday through Sunday for the most part. So every wedding you I would to have to like take off. the weekend, whole weekend off. Yeah. Um, he had just, he had friends hitting their thirties when we we're together and like, it was boom, boom, boom. Like he, all his weddings I was fucking there for. Yeah. Anyway. I've been to a lot of weddings too, but it's getting a little bit better. I feel like my friends are kind of on like, either single or on baby phase. So I think I might be safe. For oh a my God. Bit. Yeah. And then we have to worry about fucking presents like for the baby. I just, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, if I am still single or not married when I'm 35 years old, I am throwing a motherfucking party or reception and it, you might have to travel to it. And if I have been to your wedding or bachelor or bachelorette party and you don't give me a gift that is between 600 and $1,000, 
we're done. <laughs> we're done. Wow, that's a lot of stipulate. You're going to need to put that in the paperless post. <laughs> yeah, like, hi, have I been to your wedding? Did I have to go somewhere? Did I have to get you a gift, too? Did I have to, like, spend an exuberant amount on fucking decorations and shit? Um, 600 to 1000 It's always fun when you're doing it. And then when you look at the prices after, you're like, was that fun? Yeah, um, like, this weekend was really fun. I will say that. Like, and I, you know, it's an experience. I also got blah, blah, blah. But like, I guess maybe they'll just have to spend 600 to 1000 on the experience of whatever it is. Like, yeah, like the like gift maybe with 200, flights and whatever. Like the yeah, room, like, the flight, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Think... They're going to have to watch a ceremony too. I don't know what that will be, but it's going to be something. I think we need to move towards, as single people in our 30s, um, I think we need to move towards the idea of a gift registry for like, whatever your monumental event is like Katrina and I like bullied Kennedy into doing a gift registry for her new house. And she was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Blah, blah. And I was like, just send it to your friends because that's a monumental experience. So what? It's not a yeah, baby. It's just so much shit to get. Yeah. So what? It's not a baby. So what? It's not a marriage. And she like, got a dog. Yeah. So there's like a ton of stuff that you could like be like, Hey friends, like holla no. at your girl. Like, I give will me start with, Hey, have I been to your fucking wedding? <laughs> and then you are, you should be the first person to make a fucking, like, like pick something out of here. I still have a, a couple. I, I went to their wedding in October and I haven't gotten them a gift yet, but you're, you technically you have, have a year. You have a year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to get on that. I've done that before, like literally sent later because I had to spend so much money going to the, like going to the wedding. This I didn't have to spend, this was a Zoom wedding and it was kind of awesome. I mean, I did wish I was there in person. It was kind of heartbreaking in that effect, but it looked really beautiful, intimate. Everyone was on screen and then drinking and then we were all off screen and I did a little after party Zoom with some of my friends who were at the wedding and uh, it was over. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I got to give a speech. I have to give a speech at this wedding. It's my um, friend, Jen, from college. We were roommates. We were on the dive team together. Um, love her and her family. So I'm excited for the wedding itself. And it was a really fun weekend. I uh, We got a cabana. It was straight up Florida in that pool, though. Mm. I thought it was going to be like... Uh, social distance blah 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 and it kind of was but with everything at in palm springs it was only for like the first couple hours and then it just started getting shit show real fast yeah one of the bars we went to we were outside at this table it was sad looking the whole outside was sad it was like a converted parking lot but they did the bare minimum like wait okay wait so you were in a park a converted parking lot converted into what like a restaurant no, it was a bar because the oh. bars can be open. It was just like fold out tables and fold up chairs. Like it was in a sad disco late, but also street lights. <laughs> so trash. And so when we, I was like, I'm going to go drinks inside. And then I ran into an old friend. And then I did. Um, and then next thing you know, we're all inside. Like just... Oh, I see what you mean. Like they had and everything. The, the set staff up. just stopped caring too. Everyone's just fucking dancing everywhere. Like they had everything set up to like support social distance protocols, yeah, but then after was. time, after They're time, like, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
it just started getting busier and busier and people kept leaving their tables to, to where like the staff was just, they were just running around because they were slinging so many drinks <laughs> and I don't think they were prepared for it yeah but it was it honestly was that night was such a blast driving home is really hard I wish we'd stayed another night because you're already spending you know just a little yeah. more to spend a little more but anyway Palm Springs 10 out of 10 highly recommend <laughs> all right well should we go to our binges? yeah you can you introduce the segment Brittany bitch Thanks, Brittany. It's Bingy Bitch. Uh, this is where we talk about all the things we've binged from our bed holes. Bed hole binges. Let me if see. you're new and you haven't heard us talk about bed holes, it's the indentation you make in the one spot of your bed you lay in constantly. I have... And by you, I mean Jenna. Jenna has is the queen of bed hole. I'm the queen of bed hole because I work from bed hole... I live from bed hole. I, le- I, I live, learn, laugh, love from bed hole. Do you ever eat in bed hole? Not since the rat incident. No. Oh. We don't eat in our rooms anymore. Except for like, can- I, like maybe candy. I eat. I had cookies in my bed hole today. Well, that sounds good. They're crummy. Tates. You know Tates? They're like gluten free. Oh, yeah. It's I, like- lo- I love Tates. It's amazing because they're just like burnt, dry ass cookies, but they just market them as crispy gluten-free and everyone's like they're so good but if someone served these at their house we'd be like dude you can't make fucking cookies worth shit you're right they're so bad but i like them i do too because they market them as like an airy crispy cookie i'm like that's exactly what they are but if someone's like try these are they dry you'd be like oh can i have milk these suck oh my god it's true if you've had tates you know what i'm fucking talking about yeah so what you been I, binging? Not Girl Scout cookies. I just thought today I didn't get any. Me either. I wanted Samoas. I was going to order them online and have them delivered to me, but it was like $50 worth of cookies. And I was like, this is, this is uh, not a... This, this has become a, a problem at this point. Yeah. And I didn't see any at the grocery store. They never go to Trader Joe's because it's a... We park in a structure. I don't know if that's the reasoning. You little shits, why didn't you come to Trader Joe's? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, what have I been binging? I've I been I... you go ahead. What have you been binging the good place? Um uh, no, I actually have been binging the Mindy project. Mm, that's did funny. you ever did you ever watch it when it was on? No. I watched a few episodes, I think, after. Yeah, it's really, really quite funny. I um and I've watched a few uh, isolated episodes, but I've never watched it like chronologically and in order. And I'm obsessed. It's so funny. We love it's, funny. It's like laugh out loud funny. Yeah. I remember it being hilarious. I like Mindy Sterling, right? That's her last name. Mindy Kaling. Kaling. Uh, someone was talking about a porn star named Sterling yesterday. That's why it's in my head. Anyway. Um. <laughs> so I've been binging that. And then. Um, and you've been I, binging food, this, like, um, sorry, not food in general, but that, like, chop shop thing you got every day. Chop shop? 
Oh, sun basket. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you saw me last night making a sun basket. Yeah, that's been, kind of a binge because it's consistent, right? It is. It comes every week, three meals. I get to pick them every week. I'm thinking about taking a break already, though, because I'm just like... How much just, is it? Is it for it, one or two people? It's for two people, so Katrina and I split it. It started out like... It was like $37. Now I think it's... Like, and that's the total price. The so split between us would be 20 bucks each. Now I think it's since my promos wore off, it's 80 bucks. So it's 40 bucks a each, week. Yeah, but it's for, for three dinners for two people. $80 a week. So you each pay $40 a week for three dinners. So per meal, that's like less than $15 per meal. Um, tuna fish sandwich, $1.50. Boom. Okay, done. shut up. Bro, cack. Just be hungry and eat kind of shitty food. <laughs> um, that's cool. I mean, when my, when <laughs> I had my a parents roll last night. For yeah, dinner. shut up. When my parents were here, I um accidentally, I didn't realize I put like I selected some sort of chef's table, like something that I don't know what it was, but it was two hundred dollars that week <gasps> because I accidentally selected the organic filet mignon. Was it good though? It was so good. <laughs> I love that. My friends used to do that one. I think they still might actually. It's good They've... for my all my food stuff because you can do like dairy free, gluten free, blah blah blah. And is it good food? It's good. You do find yourself missing a little starch at the end. Like, damn, I wish this had a potato with it or like a piece <sighs> of bread. But I can't. I love potatoes. Um. Oh, speaking of binge and consuming, I am. I'm doing an anti binge. Mm. I am giving up alcohol for 30 days. Wow. For shock and awe. That's great. How's it going so far? What day are you on? Two. And it's hard. Wait, you- am I on two? I think you're on longer than that. One Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. This is my third day. Because I had beer Monday night because I was getting the shakes. You're getting the shakes. <laughs> um. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Um, there's a gas leak in Downey. Where's Downey? Um, Downey is near, like, Whittier. Oh, okay. I can literally hear it going, this alarm going off in other people's apartments. <laughs> Interesting. Um, okay, so Downey Natural Gas Leak. How exciting. I'm pretty sure that is where I am. Um, they're saying it's a natural gas leak, but there's a landfill over there. It's actually where I met my friend Nick Sampson, who did this podcast once. We met on a pile of trash in Downey. Wow. What, a, what an introduction. Yeah, and then we became like best friends. How did you meet on the top of a pile of trash? Because we were both about to work for a recycling company and they wanted to show us what the landfills looked like years after the landfill had closed. But when the landfill closes, this is going to be a learning moment, everybody. They basically pave over it. Like they use talc and it's like layered and then there's cement. But it also starts to like, as shit decomposes, um, there's... Uh, pipes in there that take the methane out because when things decompose they turn into methane and then usually those pipes go into like heat turbines or whatever for electricity 
it's not really worth the cost of running the plant, but um, at least it gets some of it back. But maybe that's where it's leaking and they're just calling it a natural gas leak, but it's actually methane from a fucking landfill. Wow. I learned yeah. a lot right there. Yeah, I, well, I learned a lot on trash. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, anti-binge, no alcohol, day three of 30. My body just, I feel like I really need a, a good one. Um, let some cells regenerate, you know? Yeah. Speaking of landfill, my insides. <laughs> and who I, uh, knows? Maybe you'll end up like even doing it longer. Who's to say? Yeah, let's not. Hold, let's not get too hopeful over there, Jenna. <laughs> she loves when I'm sober. I'm very productive, but I'm very uh, rushy, rushy. Um, but I've been binging Versailles. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this. Is it an hour long or is it like a 40-minute streamer? I don't know. 40-minute streamer, I think. What? What's the network? Netflix. So it's a drama series. It's a drama series. It's about king louis the great of france and he built versailles to rule france from and it's there's no kids allowed in versailles and he's trying to take over basically all of europe so and I've now just, he's fighting with the vatican the vatican i've just learned there's some raunchy sex scenes in versailles raunchy not i wouldn't say raunchy there's gay sex scenes which is nice oh that's probably what they meant yeah they're like ugh it's so so sexual. so raunchy because you see him two men at one point <laughs> fucked up yeah um but you're liking that show i am and i only have one episode left i started watching american vandal again because i recommend it to someone in our writers group and he was a high school uh i think he was a teacher and then a dean so I've we started watched it um, it's my favorite show. Um, and I started watching it again yesterday and kind of fell asleep while I was watching it and ended up finishing it last night. It's just like half hour episodes and there's only eight of them. Oh, that's you can burn through it. Yeah. And I slept through half of it. So it was cool though. I fell asleep during a Versailles episode the other night because I ate a weed gummy and I was so exhausted. And I hmm. never fall asleep during shows. I usually have to like I finish a whole episode or a movie. Anyway, Ugh. oh, I binged Bumble um, again, and I ran out of people. It said, "Oops, you're out." Wow. I said, "Excellent." This so, is... are you dating right now? No, I wish I had a match on Tinder, and then I was like, "Who did I match with?" And it was no one. So then what was the what was the match you had on Tinder? It was a faceless person. And I was like, why did I even swipe right on this? <laughs> they have no profile. It's just like a torso and like so grindery. Weird. Grindery. Um, so I am trying to get a style since I basically dress like a trash monster every day. And I've signed trash up. Trash monster, uh, middle-aged Midwest housewife. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You don't. Why is everyone throwing around middle age so much lately? I'm not on board. I'm like, people live to their in their 90s and, you know, my grandma's. You're not middle aged. I'm at the think... first third of my life if I live as long as my grandma Marge. 
Katrina the other day said something to me about us being middle-aged and I said can we stop throwing this around as a term I don't think I feel like middle-aged is like 50 and 50s like I would say my mom's middle age I think my parents are late stage but they're older your parents are older how old are they yeah they're almost 70 your parents are almost 70 Mm -hmm. I always forget my I, my parents are so young. Your parents oh, are young brother. because they started they started you guys as a as a brood. They started hatching you young. Nineteen twenty one. That's so young. My mom was thirty six when she had me, thirty eight when she had my brother, which for the eighties was like kind of late. But like when my sister Kara is thirty five, my mom will be in her seventies. Whoa! And Kara's how old right now? Fourteen. Fifteen. 15. Yeah. This my is mom the is... age game that we play. Yeah, my mom's my mom's 56, I think. Okay, yeah. So no, she's... 55. So she's like like 13 to 15 years younger than my parents. Yeah, she's young. Everyone's always surprised. Um great. I don't know how we got here. From Versailles. Because you called my style middle-aged. And what I was trying oh. to tell you before this detour. You want to dress like you were in Versailles? No. I am <laughs> getting a Nordstrom trunk. I'm doing the trunk club. And they have an app where you can swipe your style. And it really fed my soul. Because I got to be like, yay, no, yay, no. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is filling the, the, the hole in my heart since I'm not dating still. Um, but I'm, it was just closed. So there was like no, you know, there was When no, does it arrive? It's supposed to get here tomorrow. And you just got to try everything on, see if you like it and set it back if you don't? Yep. And I'm describing my new style to people as like, you know, when you see a celebrity backstage for rehearsal, but they're like not dressed in costume, that's the vibe. So basically what I'm saying is like a sweatsuit and a hat, but I just like need everyone to go with me on it. Okay. And my style I describe as um, when that same celebrity is walking on the stage, <laughs> full costume, hair, makeup, <laughs> um, except for now. I once outside in sweats yesterday. Yeah, so I'm doing like a whole athleisure revamp of my wardrobe. Okay, okay. And I think that's going to be the vibe. I um, was watching a a video, TikTok, of course. And someone was talking about how you manifest wrong because you're like doing these things you want or places, person, people, things, whatever. And it's actually, there's a pyramid and the top is like identity. And it's because you've been told your whole life, like other people have shaped our identity. Like people tell you that you're smart or you're funny or you're type A or you're not a party or you're this. Um, and so we, we do become that. Yeah. So it's this whole like meditation thing where you basically close your eyes and you just think of who you want to be what words you want people to describe or call you, whatever it is. Don't just go with like what you know. Like people would be like, oh, Kevin, he's dry, sarcastic, funny, but whatever, partier, all these things. But maybe that's not how I want to be perceived. So I'm going to do that uh, for the next week every day. And then I'm going to go shopping for clothes because I feel like I never wear the clothes I want. 
Huh. I think when I think of you, I think of a very distinct style. Dripping in black. Well, kind of, but then also you have like, kind of like you do a lot of uh, colorful, um, like baggy sweaters too. Okay. I love baggy sweaters. I love also mesh and sheer stuff, but there's like so many t-shirts in there where it's like in my closet is where I'm talking about. I just feel like any, like, I don't know, like seeing a rack in a department store or something and there's 30 t-shirts and you just look for your size, but they're all the same shirt. I hate that. I do too. That's why I'm having a trunk delivered. It doesn't make sense. I could just go to the fucking store, but I can't handle it. You know, when I'm at Nordstrom Rack, I can literally only go in the home section. Oh, I love the home section of Nordstrom Rack. But what I'm saying is I don't want anyone to own the clothes I own. You want them to all be unique? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I one time made a tank top with a friend and we were just like fucking around and he can sew. And so we like just made this weird design for a tank top. And mm-hmm. I wore that. I wore the fuck out of that thing and got so many people were like, Oh, I love it. Where I can get it. I was like, I made it. And I, I think I, what I'm trying to get to is that I think I want to take a sewing class mm-hmm. and make my own shirts. Cool. Pants. I don't care about. And pants are very hard to make. Yeah. Um, but I do like a harem pant. I like a drop crotch. Like I, do like stuff like that I just I don't know tops are where you really express yourself I also wouldn't mind like have, wearing a dress mm-hmm. it makes more sense I mean we got more in between our legs like we need that flow like what's up <laughs> I can't I I was so I got into this whole thing and I was talking to my friend Tia and I always talk to Kennedy about fashion, but I was taking her through my closet and I was like, okay, these are my Vegas, Las Vegas hoe dresses. This is my, when I came out as a diehard lesbian plaid section. And she was like, this is like, you're showing me a scrapbook. Like this isn't like fashion that you like. And yeah. some, something about that just really hit me. And I was like, wow, it's more like I look at it as like, like a moment in time. Not like Are you thinking that one day <laughs> it's going to be like the Alexander McQueen <laughs> journey at the mat where they're going to be like, in this phase of her life, <laughs> except for it's just like from fucking Forever 21 <laughs> and Charlotte Roos. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that's why I'm hanging on to it. I feel it must be preserved. No, but I really... I wear a lot of leggings. I wear a lot of sweats, especially now with all my incisions in my stomach. I need like looser fitting stuff. So, but there's no reason that that can't like go together and be a look. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to work on that and I'll keep everybody posted. I I think we should purge our closets. Definitely. But I honestly am telling you, if I got rid of everything I don't like, I would have nothing in my closet. Like if you were like, keep the pieces that really mean something to you. It's kind of an all or nothing situation. Got it. I have a lot in my closet I really like. And then I have some things that I'm not too scared to wear. But they're very, like, I like them. But I know people will, like, stare at me, you know, because they'll be like, oh, nipples or whatever. I have a problem, which is I only like flare pieces. And then I do have some really good expensive jeans. 
We love an expensive. Denim. I love an expensive denim, but I have, um, I have mostly flare pieces and then everything else. I'm just like, why am I carrying this around? Like, I don't really like any of this stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I have to move to... all my fucking shit clothes to one more place. I'm like, why do I keep lugging this shit around? Well, that's the thing. And when we had to wash everything because of the rats, I was like, why am I even like keeping some of this? But it was too overwhelming to like decide at that time since I was just so worried about getting everything yeah. cleaned. So I'm like, okay, now I've cleaned everything and I'm still like. I also need to figure out my 50 pairs of shoes and which ones I'm not going to be using anymore. I only have like nine pairs of shoes, maybe less. Nine? Yeah, maybe less. I literally have so <laughs> many high top black sneakers. Anyway. No, um, I want to show you this one shoe, but like I have to go get it and I feel like it's going to make all this Yeah, noise. we can do that um, when we're off the pod. Just know that my reaction is laughter, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm not right. really sure what happened during this podcast. <laughs> I, think- I think we just got overwhelmed with how much crap we have in our rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just were like, this is too much and we haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks. So, you know. Um, yeah, we really just got in the whole we just fucking Marie Kondo'd up in this bitch. <laughs> and I'm sure that was fascinating. Fascinating um, for the listeners. Yeah, we went from Versailles to Middle Age. I wish we went to Middle Earth. because I, <laughs> We kind I'm of elf. did go to Middle Earth with that landfill lesson. We've really been oh everywhere. My God. Yeah, Downey, Middle Earth. Um, and travel. I, we'll talk about more next week. Yeah. But thank you guys for... Uh, tuning back in and bearing with us as we get our fucking grips here we need to get our our flow back it's a post it's a post Uh, this is our new flow this is just a flow yeah uh i just need to get out of my bed hole (laughs) (laughs) all right okay thanks for listening we'll see you guys next week bye you've been listening to two broke broke gays. gays